Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. And as always, today I'm joined by Imogen. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. It's going well. It's been a busy week, Ed. There's been there's been a lot going on. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things this week, but fun things. Like we've had Darkest Dungeon 2 who's come out in early access. We've had loads of really fun Apex info. If I hadn't been working my butt off writing loads of stuff about all these things, maybe I'd be a bit more calm. But you know what? It's been good. It's been good so far. Uh, you do sound absolutely exhausted. I, <laughs> That's not what you want to hear. I'm but, a little I, bit but this is fine. I like doing the podcast. It's a nice, a nice chill relax for like an hour have a chat about some good games and and you know veg out and then i'll stress out again in a minute but it's fine for now i feel but like anyway. darkest dungeon is quite stressful though imogen like it is and i've been playing it as well which probably doesn't help like just stressing myself out actually playing games which is not what they're for yeah i feel like you need to dive into a bit of like a, a walking simulator or something i don't know of like yeah, flowers of, and pretty music and yeah and things. or like dwarf romantic some nice chill puzzle game with like nothing else going on yeah. Or a holiday. Or maybe or, a holiday. <laughs> yeah, or just like jet off somewhere nice. Yeah. That that works too. You just had a nice holiday, Ed. I what did. Was your, what was your lovely holiday all about? I um I went to to Devon. Um one oh. of my friends, their sort of family has a little place down there. It's sort of in the countryside, I guess. Um so naturally it rained like crazy when we got down there <laughs> um so we just we all kind of you know we're all into games and stuff so we brought our switches and like got a ps5 down there somehow nice. um which because it's just the size of a truck um and we yeah i just ended up playing loads of hollow night actually not interacting with any of my friends just sat there in silence going through quite what well, is again quite a stressful game actually i've realized it is i mean there's some nice peaceful bits like so there's some good music some good chill times but yeah there's a lot of stress in that game yeah and and naturally like i returned to it um after like five months or something and i didn't i don't know what i was doing what where i was meant <laughs> to go it was horrendous um but yes very good game a good holiday even though i was it was sort of meant to be a break away from games it was nice to at least play games that, you know, I don't normally play. I could sort of yeah, I suppose so. It's ones that aren't to do with work as well, really. It's like, hold on, it's an old game now. We, we don't write a huge amount about that, so. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's getting me excited for, for the next one, Ooh. whenever that may be. Um, so, so yeah, uh, holiday was good all round. Um, Lovely stuff. But we move on into the, into the world of online shooters. We do. Uh, and on to the news. Uh, and in this segment, Imogen's going to take us through what's been going on in the world of news. So, yes, let's see what's see what's happening, I guess. Yeah, so we've had a bunch of sort of fun bits over the last couple of weeks. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is Battlefield 2042's new Hazard Zone mode, um, which you wrote a post about um, because you thought it looked a bit like Hunt Showdown when you saw it. Tell me some more. Yeah, it's... Um... It's a, a funny old mode, actually, for Battlefield, because normally you kind of associate Battlefield with, like, you know, huge open world, massive battles um, with, like, 128 players and things like that. But this one, you've kind of only got, I think it's 32 in total, so it's eight teams of four, if I've done my maths right there. Um, and there are these data drives that are sort of scattered around the map. Um, and... 
essentially you've basically got to collect these drives um and i guess god it's quite <laughs> my brain is just like trying to process how to describe <laughs> this but there are these data drives that are scattered around the map and you've got to try and collect them but obviously everyone else is trying to collect them as well um and at certain times in the game i think it's only twice actually um you have the option to extract so um if you if you've got yourself a drive you can choose to um try and get out of the map by going to a helicopter and then extracting. But of course, I guess a bit like Hunt Showdown, um, other players can you know choose to sabotage that moment when you're trying to extract with, with the rewards and stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's sort of maybe a bit more tighter and a bit more sort of focused than, than the other modes. And there seems to be sort of a lot of... Um, a lot, a lot more at stake in terms of just, you know, instead of running around a huge open world map and just trying to capture some zones, this is more about kind of going around with a, with a few friends and um, attempting to get hold of these precious items and snatching them from other people and stopping others from trying to, you know, to escape with them. Um, sure, so, so it's a little more like high risk, high reward, right? So like you, you can kind of choose to extract and keep like the stuff that you've got safe or go for more like more hard drives more or stuff yeah. yeah exactly um and i think there's well i don't think i know that there are sort of pv um e elements in there as well so there's like ai um these drives aren't just kind of you know stuck in some sand and you can just easily pick them up or whatever um they'll be sort of protected by uh, ai uh bots team like teams of enemies and things like that so um they aren't going to be that easy to to collect um and i guess you know that risk is that you could give away your position by kind of fighting these ai enemies to get the drives and um and other people could then kind of ruin your fun and things like that so um it's definitely a mode that i'm probably more interested in than the huge kind of the huge sort of standard modes that battlefield are known for yeah yeah definitely Um, this seems like a, a more is it organized probably the wrong word a more direct kind of game mode rather than just yeah 108 28 players whammed into a big arena kind of like go do something (laughs) exactly i wasn't a super fan of that but this does sound a little bit more interesting to me yeah and i think it's just it's got a clear goal hasn't it and i I like that i don't know we don't have to sort of make our own our own fun with it um so so yeah uh, i'm i'm into it it'll be exciting to try and get hands on with it uh soon as well so sounds good sounds good um our next little news uh snippet is also about battlefield again um so the the devs have kind of released some some feedback um and said that they're going to tweak maps and and the ui elements and, and a few other bits and pieces based on the beta which is cool because the beta was all right you know i the most fun i had about it with it was bugs as i mentioned in the last podcast um <laughs> But yeah, there were definitely a few bits and pieces I think need sorting out for sure. Um, so nice to hear that they are sort of taking that taking that on board. Um, yeah. yeah. So there's there's a few like straightforward tweaks, like they're doubling the number of tanks on the orbital map um, and and things like that. Um, but they've they've given a lot of detail. If you're interested in seeing it, um, you can check the link on rockpapershotgun.com. Is there a sort of anything that you 
that has been tweaked or ha- hasn't been tweaked that kind of catches your eye or you would want to see kind of improved or anything um, like so that? So the ping system, I think they were going to improve, which is a huge one for me um, because like in-game communication in a game like that is is so important. And obviously when you're doing that massive mode, you are only technically in a squad of four people, even though it's you're in with loads and loads of others. Um, but yeah, I did. I found the ping system a little bit wonky during the beta for me so um and that's that's just i I like that one because i don't always go on voice comms and stuff so it's it's nice to be able to actually properly uh communicate with people so yeah improvements to that that's that's i'm looking forward to that at least i like the fact they're sort of actually doubling the number of tanks um Mm. it did feel like there weren't really that many vehicles off knocking around when i was playing it um i agree so yeah i'm into that um and I Maybe that'll know. mean double the number of floating men on the map, and that exactly. would be wonderful. I would love that. I mm. I think the floating men were were exceptional, <laughs> um, just sort of chilling out there. Yeah. Um, I hope I do, I really hope they don't remove the. the <laughs> I hope they don't. It's so good. I mean, double the tanks. To fair, that's going to be a lot of floating men because there were already quite a lot when I when I was playing in the beta. And if they if they don't fix that, God, they're going to be everywhere. <laughs> Maybe this is in response. Boy. They were like, oh, you know, these two people who do a podcast for online oh, shooters yeah. like the floating men. So we're Lean just going to double. Lean yeah, we're just going to double the number of tanks <laughs> and the chances of floating men. Um, I love it. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, Dice. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, so some of the, the biggest news from this week, um, we've got some Apex Legends stuff, um, all about the new season, which is the 11th season. Um, they've kind of dropped the numbers now, so it's just called Escape. Um, and we're getting a new character, we're getting a new map, getting a new gun, and it all looks fantastic. Um, so the first sort of important bit was getting a new character. It's Ash, who people might recognize from Titanfall 2. She was a villain in, I think, what is widely considered one of the, the sort of better levels in that game. Um, she's like a Titan pilot that you fight uh, and crush. But hey, look, she's uncrushed and now in the Apex games. <laughs> uh, Apex games. <laughs> Woo! Uh, she's very cool. She's got an ultimate ability that lets her do like a short teleport. Um, she's got a tactical that throws out like a kind of like a grenade that slows people down. Um, and her passive ability lets her scan death boxes um, and it will reveal uh, on the map where the enemies are that killed those people that, that turned them into death boxes basically um so you can kind of she's designed to go on the hunt a little bit um or sorry, a little bit massively uh massively designed to go on the hunt um and she's very cool she's got a very cool design she's a simulacrum or simulacrum which is like a robot person like human brain and robot body and she looks oh, terrifying nice. yes yeah, so, so very excited about her do you reckon do you reckon she tempt you into some some apex said uh, yeah, I think so. She looks cool. I think, like aesthetically, she's probably the coolest like addition to the game I've seen yeah. in, in a while. Like, they're all they're all cool, but I think you know she definitely looks the part here. Um, the mask and everything, the hood, I like it. Um, and I, I like that ability, which um, which you've just mentioned, where it kind of highlights people that have uh, created like death boxes oh yeah yeah yeah. um i think that's a like actually like a really creative thing that's a cool sort of way of not just kind of you know having a generic kind of radar scan that reveals enemies it's like tied to something else that um in in the game and what people have done um yeah so the idea behind that i think was the because she's a a titan pilot or was a titan pilot um in the Titanfall games they 
they all have uh, like data knife, data knives, data knives. I was going to say then, uh, data knives. Um, and they wanted to use that. Uh, Respawn wanted to, to use that in in some way in her character. So they've that's what they've done with it basically. So when you see a death box, you kind of just eat a knife at it, and then yeah, get some get some good info. Get some good indeed. Get some intel. Yeah, nice. I'm into it. Um, and then, so also coming in this new season, we've got a brand new map, which is very cool. Um, I'm really into it because it's basically like a big beach. Uh, it's a huge island, like tropical island, with kind of like little little islets and little like bits where you can run around in the sea and kind of splash around. And there's valleys and like more jungly areas. Um, and then like areas with more buildings and stuff. Uh, there's also a bunch of wildlife. There are spiders and there's the, the alien dogs, which I've forgotten what they're called. I want to say Varen, but I know that's from Mass Effect. They're not that. Prowlers, prowlers. They're called prowlers. That's it. There's loads of them around as well. And you can like shoot and kill those and they will drop like loot for you and stuff. But then also they will try and attack you. So maybe don't disturb the spider's nests, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it looks fantastic. Um, and it's like one of the, I think it's the biggest map yet. So lots to explore there. Oh, wow. Nice. I, I like that these shooters are going to beaches now more regularly. Oh, yeah. Like Valorant went to the beach, didn't it, quite recently? We did, yeah. Um, now Apex is doing it. Well, they you sort of made the beach sound very appetizing early on, and then gradually it became more and more horrendous. A bit more hostile, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, they did do that. But now looking at it, um, it does look very nice. I'm into it, very sunny, nice, mm. nice bit of greenery going on. Can I bring um, back some of the niceness? By saying that there's like these really big like jump pad things now as well. So if you, you play Apex before, you know that there's like balloons that you can use to to reposition. So you like slide up them and then you like skydive down, right? Um, then so they've gotten rid of those for this map and they've put like there's these massive. They're not jump pads. They're called something else, but they're like kind of like jump pads. You kind of stand on them and they will just throw you across part of the island. Uh, and you have like quite a bit of air control as well, so you can shoot while you're like zooming along um, and like throw grenades and use abilities and stuff. Uh, which is very cool. So it's very fun to reposition. Uh, but obviously, you can be shot quite easily while you're very predictably moving We're through just the air, flying so. around. That sounds really good, actually, because you said it was like the biggest map um, yeah. they've sort of introduced. I like the sort of thinking that that maybe, you know, it keeps things fast-paced. People can kind of fly around and cover lots Absolutely. of grounds quickly. Um, so, yeah, def- definitely the most appealing map to me. I liked the one... I I haven't played Apex a, a whole bunch, but is it Olympus or Olympia or yeah, something Olympus like was that? the last one. Yeah, the like city um, in the sky kind of thing. That's it. I was really big into that aesthetic. I like sort of the the sunny sort of vibes to that. So I'm glad this is um, sort of colourful and sunny as well. Into it. Yeah, it's very good indeed. So uh, and then as a last little thing for that, there's also going to be a new gun. Um, it's called the the Car SMG, um, which is also another Titanfall uh, thing that they're bringing back. They're massively going all in on the Titanfall this season. Um, and it's an interesting little SMG because it's kind of similar, I guess, to like the R99 or the Prowler um, when it's in its uh, single, not single fire, um, auto fire mode. Um, it's full auto, but it can change. What am I trying to say? It can change ammunition. So you can have it either as a light gun or a heavy weapon so you could oh, like if you can't so it, yeah so right so if you can't find any light ammo but you can find loads of heavy you can just flick it and change its mode so that it's a heavy weapon instead i think it still does the same damage but it's it's just a really versatile little smg it's quite uh like the spread is kind of hard to control i found but like so useful if you're running out of ammo and you're like well 
guess yeah, I'll just pick up one of these. <laughs> that sounds so good. The fact yeah. you, yeah, you just swap between two different ammo types. And for the looks of things, the, the reticule looks very similar to, yeah, some other guns in Apex. Yeah. Um, I can't name the one exactly, but yeah, <laughs> um, it looks very similar. Um, I'm into it. Do, do you know if like when you use the heavy um, sort of bullets, if you switch between them, if it kind of fires any differently or is it like largely kind of the same? So what I noticed when I played is that it sounds different, but I oh. couldn't I couldn't tell if there was a huge difference um, damage wise. Uh, so that'll be one to that we want to test and explore um, when the new season does drop. Um, so, yeah. Sweet. It's exciting though. New season's very soon. That should should launch on November second. So not long, not long now. God, that is yeah, that's frighteningly soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very excited for that. Apex news. Oh, always makes me happy. <laughs> um, next up, we've got some Overwatch news, which which usually makes me happy, but this one's kind of a weird one. Um, so Overwatch's McCree, uh, the, the cowboy, has been renamed now. Um, he, if you lo- log into the game now, his he's called Cole Cassidy. That's his his new cowboy name. Um, and this has come about because his his name Jesse McCree was the name of a or is the name of a former Blizzard uh, employee, a Blizzard developer, um, who left the developer due to unknown reasons. Kind of after um, the lawsuit against Activision Blizzard was filed about um, sort of alleged sexual harassment and discrimination, um, so he kind of left the company. Kind of amidst a lot of that, the goings on. Although Blizzard did say that they that they didn't really give a reason for his leaving. But uh, they've they've kind of make a made a big hullabaloo about saying, "Hey, we're going to change the names of a bunch of characters so they don't no longer reflect real life people." Um, and going forward, they won't be naming real life people about characters either. Um, so yeah, McCree's called Cole Cassidy now. If you, you scroll on the page on the hero gallery in Overwatch, it just says Cassidy. So yeah, I quite That's... like it. Cassidy's quite a nice name. Yeah, it sort of rolls off the tongue nicely. It's yeah. quite strange to sort of for you know what was quite an iconic character to suddenly sort of change change mm. the name but i mean for good reason isn't it and um yeah i think cole cassidy is it's nice i will get used to that and it will mccree will you know that's just a thing of the past now to me i don't really care it is it is um, it's, it's a weird one because it's really hard i played so much overwatch it's a very hard thing to get the hang of calling a character that you have called the same name for five years something else um Although since they did announce that they were going to change his name last month, I think it was uh, a lot of me, me and a lot of my friends have been just calling him like the cowboy, which I feel like we did a little <laughs> bit here that... and there anyway, because that kind of funny and it's kind of fun to say like the cowboy oh, is going to walk over there. Go careful. Cowboys flanking us or something like that. But yeah, no, it's Cassidy. And it's quite nice. It's a good cowboy name. Yeah. Cole Cassidy, CC, you know, CC. so many different, so many different ways you could say, you know. I call him the, CC actually I quite like that CC I quite like the cowboy to be honest I feel like that's quite <laughs> like a I don't really give a shit I'm just gonna call him the cowboy, the cowboy. And he's just gonna ult and we're gonna kill him um so yeah I, I like I like the cowboy as a character as well yeah. big big cowboy fan I think there is a there's a, an implication um as I said they were going to uh, do some more like story stuff around this they were going to try and um kind of fold it into some sort of narrative arc that they're releasing uh, soon, um, but it's kind of not clear right now when that will be, what that will be. Um, all we know that it was it was going to happen in September and got pushed back because of the name change. So, um, 
be nice to see another like animated short they always do fantastic little animations um i'd love to see more of that or, or maybe um a new event in overwatch because they don't do new events in overwatch anymore <laughs> i'd quite like to see one uh, yeah they literally oh, they haven't done anything have they to that haven't. game in so long and it makes me sad um but yeah a new a new a new short would be amazing i love yeah. them all they're all very emotional actually as well aren't they um they are so i, I don't know my prediction is that mccree will you know, he's going to drop his his old name, not McCree, Cole Cassidy. See, I've done it there. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? It's really difficult. Oh my God. He's he's going to drop his old name um, in a very cool fashion. I don't know. We shall see. He'll be like, I don't know. He'll be in a saloon or something in typical cowboy fashion. Someone That'd will call great. him his old name and he'll... He won't respond to it. Glass him over the head with a <laughs> bottle of beer. Or <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's my prediction. There's a lot, of, a lot of my friends have been like, why don't they just get rid of McCree completely and just say they swapped him out for his like evil twin brother or his good twin brother or something? This is oh my Cassidy. God, he could go like super yeah. like crazy and dark and weird, yeah. couldn't it? I mean, yeah, knowing Overwatch's lore, thanks to you now, <laughs> it could go in many different ways. It could. It could go in so many different ways. Oh dear. Right, moving swiftly on from that. <laughs> before you before I get into Overwatch lore again. Um, we've got some Call of Duty Warzone news. Um so this happened shortly after we talked uh, a couple weeks ago about the new anti cheat. So they announced this ricochet anti cheat, which is supposed to be like um like Valorant's anti cheat, so it's a kernel level thing, yeah, to, to stop people from being cheating cheaters. Uh and like the yeah, so the day after that happened, um it was basically reported that Ricochet had been leaked um, and that cheat makers were already reverse engineering it. <laughs> so, good. Oh. Yeah, love that. Um, I think this has evolved since. I'm pretty sure Activision, do they are aware of the leak and I, I think it's not really affecting anything, or so they say. Um, but yeah, just like, that was quick, you know? Quick turnaround yeah. on that one. It doesn't sort of inspire huge amounts of confidence, does it? If mm. you know they're anti-cheat like leaks, although they did they sort of say that hey, this is like you know this isn't that bad, and actually like we sent this out to a bunch of people who I don't know tinker with software like mm. this to test it or whatever. So this is all totally planned and intentional or something like that but you just you could you never really know do you yeah. like that could just be a way of of deflecting it Safe like nicely place. um so i don't know it does seem not good and also kind of um because this is a new anti cheat i could totally see something going wrong quite early and this yeah. being one of them um i'm sure this is the first well i'm you know I'd like it not to be, but I'm sure this is the first of many <laughs> things that will go wrong with something like this. Yeah. It, it, this is going to happen, I'm afraid. But I mean, even with an anti-cheat that is that, like, kind of in-depth, um, like, cheaters still get through. Like, Valorant still has a bunch of cheaters that, you know, you occasionally get the, the message on your screen be like, oh, thanks for reporting. We've actually suspended someone. I'm like, oh, cool. That person was cheating. Then <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. So it does happen. Um is I just kind of hope that Ricochet at least can get rid of the worst of it, I suppose, you know? Yeah, like I'm still thankful that they're they're doing it, even if it, yeah. you know, is is a bit creaky sort of early on. I think the main thing is that it's there and it will improve over time, won't it? And um and hopefully just make it a, a better place to drop into and to, yeah. to 
you know, get that loot and stuff. Fingers crossed. Well, yeah, so Ricochet will be arriving in Warzone, I think, later this year, and then Vanguard um, as well, later down the line. Next up, I've got some Halo Infinite news, as always. There was always a, a lot of Halo Infinite stuff in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so they've released the campaign trailer, um, which shows off it's kind of like massive levels with like sort of big bases to capture and, and lots of explosions and and things like that. And it looks good. I've uh, not played a Halo campaign before. Oh, I haven't. I've played like the first mission of Combat Evolved, um, <laughs> which is the reason I've not played any other Halo because I didn't really like it that much. But um, I've been meaning to do the later Halo games and I probably will actually play this one because um, it looks good. Yeah, it's this. This looks more sort of. I mean, they've said so, but it's quite open worldy from the looks of things. A bit kind yeah. of, um, you know, go to this map marker and destroy this base. Um, would you say that, like that? Would do you almost prefer that to maybe a more linear thing? Because I think Halo is, you know, traditionally been a quite a linear kind of moment to moment sort of campaign. Yeah, would, I mean. Yeah. A mixture, I think, would be nice for Halo because, I mean, you say it's, it's always been quite linear, but, and it, it has, I, and I guess with like, I played a few missions in Combat Evolved and those are linear, but there's quite a lot to explore still. There's a lot of, yeah. a lot of roaming around and that. So a, a nice mixture of that, but sort of done a bit tighter, I think would be ideal for me, which is kind of like what I'm hoping that they're going to, they're going to bring with old Master Chief. Yeah, this looks... This looks really good, I think. I think it's like, you know, the first time we ever saw Halo Infinite's campaign, it was all about Craig the Brute and how like bad he looked and like how bad the graphics were. And it was all like very negative, wasn't it? Whereas I think this has been quite a good sort of five minute um, screw you, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> this game actually looks like really solid. I think it looks really nice. It does. It's really um, pretty as well, which is, yeah, really relevant. Like it's colorful, the skyboxes are just delightful um, yes lots of and good explosions and, and sci-fi-ness in there i think also importantly uh craig the brute who was you know quite sort of he didn't have a beard or any facial hair or anything like that in this he he definitely has a lot of hair he looks oh, better yeah. now uh, he looks good um looks You're more really mature cute. actually he was a bit sort of baby baby clueless craig but but now he's matured as the game has matured which is nice to see he has he's grown up um they grow up so fast <laughs> they grow up so fast <laughs> exactly uh but yeah no it's a, it's a wicked trailer it shows off like a lot a lot more than you'd maybe expect like some some upgrades are there you can like upgrade your grappling hook to what looks to be like an electric electrified one yeah yeah, yeah. um things like that um Yes, very exciting. Very good stuff indeed. We've got a little bit more more Halo to talk about as well because um, they sort of revealed a bit more about the the PC stuff because this is be the first time that uh, I think I believe it's the first time that Halo launches simultaneously on Xbox and PC. Um, and uh, so they've basically said uh, three three have said that uh, when it comes to PC, you'll be able to host dedicated servers for like cross platform LAN parties, which is great. Love a LAN party. Everybody bring around your Xboxes, your PCs. Let's just all sit in a room together and play Halo. Like, I love that vibe. That is cool. I like that they're doing that. It's very kind of... They seem to be going huge on, on sort of PC accessibility and yeah. everything like that. And that's, that's nice to see. I don't think I've ever... So Weirdly, I don't think I've ever been to a LAN party, actually. 
Um, I haven't properly. Me and my mates in uni used to like bring our. We all had like gaming laptops, so we used to just put those in the same room and like play Minecraft or something. Uh, which <laughs> I is think fun. That's, that's it's a nice vibe. You. Yeah. Like I think I did the same with uh, with RuneScape. I think nice. back in the day, like years and years ago. Remember, we all like. It was someone's birthday and that person was, you know, huge into RuneScape. They were like the top tier RuneScaper in like year seven. <laughs> and we went around to his house and obviously, you know, we had to bring the laptops and we all sat around a big dining table. And we just play RuneScape, um, you know, face to face. And it was like the best. It was like genuinely the best time ever. It was so good. <laughs> it, is, it is a really nice thing to do. And I think for folks that are fans of like old school Halo, this will be it's kind of like old school vibes, right? To, to all get together in the same room to to play PC games. So I think that'll be really nice for folks to do that again um, with a brand new Halo. Um, <clears throat> and uh, they, they sort of released some more information about other PC stuff as well. Um, basically saying that there'll be ways for you to tweak like the UI for widescreen monitors. Um, there'll be sort of matchmaking pools that are split because of the sort of cross-platform multiplayer. And they sort of talked about their anti-cheat uh, dedicated servers and other kind of tech chat um, and if you're interested, you can you can check that out on, on rockpapershotgun.com because um, there was quite a lot to it. But yeah, good stuff that they're thinking quite heavily about their PC fan base as well as as well as all the Xbox folks. Yeah, it's refreshing. It really is. Um, there's so many settings, lots of sliders from what I gathered. Yes, I think a slider, so. <laughs> like as opposed to a switch. So yes, we thank like you, three four three for sliders. <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got some Doom Eternal news. Uh, so the Horde mode arrives next week. Um, next week? This week? This week. <laughs> whoa. It's time. already arrived, Ed. I'm, oh, whoa, whoa. What we're doing. The Horde mode is out. So you can now do some wave-based stuff. It's part of the 6.66 update. Um, and it's the reason it's kind of relevant here, so this is a single-player thing, which normally we don't talk a lot about, on the podcast but it's replaced so during development uh last year during the pandemic they were going to put in another multiplayer mode i believe they ended up scrapping that to put in uh, this extra single player mode um just because that's what they saw that people wanted they were like more people want to kill more demons and stuff so they've done a wave based mode so so we can do that um and it looks like good fun it looks like, like there's quite a lot to it it's not like a simple little arena thing like you've got different missions you can do and different difficulties and extra bonus rounds and all sorts so it looks very good indeed. Very into that. I like a good wave, wave-based mode. Um, I kind of like that Halloween seems to be the time to release a wave-based mode. It does, doesn't it? Like, I guess you can basically throw a bunch of horrible zombies and ghoulies <laughs> and just go, hey, <laughs> murder these, please, with a shotgun. And, it, and you can get away with it. It's fine. Yeah. It's good. You can. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, Doom is a great example for that as well because it's all demons. That's very Halloween-y. It doesn't get more Halloween-y than that. Yeah, exactly. Are you are you a big Doom fan, or are you not um, really? So I've actually not played Eternal. I played like uh, a bit, a bit. I might have played more than I'm thinking of here of um, the 2016 uh, Doom, uh, and that's great. That's yeah, just just pure like explosive chaos. Um, not even explosive. I just like punching things. It's just it's got one of the most satisfying punches in a game. You know. Uh, yeah, I, I like that a lot as well. And so, yeah, I think I, I would like to pick up Eternal at some point. I believe it's on Game Pass, actually. I, pro- I really should, I really should pick up Eternal because um, I like, yeah, I like a wave-based mode. I think Doom suits a wave-based mode really well because there's so much, so many different enemy types that are just fun to to fight against. Yeah, and I like the whole 
the whole movement thing. I've not played yes. Eternal either, but I can see bouncing around an arena like a super speed, like metal music being extremely oh God, good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, very into this. More of that, please. Uh, last but not least, on the, the news docket for today, um, we have... Uh, sort of jumping back to a little bit of a halo related news um so marcus leto who is kind of considered one of the the people responsible for creating master chief and, and helping with the the early halo stuff um he's starting a new or he's yeah joined ea sorry as a game director um and they're, they're starting a new studio uh working on first person games presumably going to be more shooters he is a, a shooter kind of kind of dude um, the last thing he worked on was he set up a studio called V1 Interactive that made a game called Disintegration, which was honestly quite rubbish. Didn't live very <laughs> long. Um, but, you know, he's he has got that Halo experience. Maybe with EA, he can, he can make something a little bit better than what Disintegration was. Yeah. I, did, you, did you ever play Disintegration? Because I never played it. I sort of I saw did. the reviews and I was like it's a no for me today so i played disintegration god it would have been like in my first couple of months working at rps because i was still in the office (laughs) oh no so sorry (laughs) um and i did like a a press event for it and i I played some of the game um and it was and i got to ask questions after it was it was not great (laughs) it's one of those things where you're like i don't think anyone is going to really want to play this like while you're playing it and it's kind of like there's a lot going on they tried to do um it was like a shooter rts hybrid and mm. it didn't it just didn't work it just wasn't particularly fun to to play um yeah i can't describe it you were like in a hover car and you had like a little unit of people below you and you were against an enemy team that had hover cars and units of their own enemy people uh, own like yeah like npc guys on the ground and um yeah you had like capture points and some of them were like death matches uh and you could like shoot from your hover car, but it just kind of like the I think like the RTS aspect of it seemed a bit pointless. Like the the hover cars were kind of fun, like or hover ships or whatever they were. Um, and that alone, like you know, hover ships shooting rockets and explosions, that's kind of fun, right? But when yeah. they they tried to mix a lot in there that didn't work, and like the flight didn't, it wasn't super satisfying, and there were just a lot of little bits and pieces that didn't really add up. Um, and I do remember I asked a question during the press event being like, oh, so, you know, this game kind of has got some looks of Destiny, got some looks of like other bits and pieces. How is it going to stand out to like the the kind of current audience? And they just like didn't have an answer. And I was like, excellent. Excellent <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, That's so, not too yeah, good. Not, not great. And it was it was short lived. It, it was, I think, out for a, a, like about a year uh, before they turned off the servers. So, yeah, sad times. I there guess... is a single player mode. I didn't play yeah. that. So. I guess like the one takeaway for me and I assume sort of many people is I, I guess like you can applaud them for trying something new. You know, the whole mech yeah, RTS kind of thing. Um, you know, not many people are doing that. But clearly it's tricky to pull off, right? Yeah. But it's, it's nice that, you know, they tried that at least. And, um, and maybe with this kind of failure... Um, not this failure, but you know what I mean. Like kind of the struggles of disintegration. He can he can go away and sort of learn from it, and and sort of wonder what he'll do. Whether he'll sort of go for build something that's a bit more bit risky, uh, a new idea, or just kind of kind of go back to a more basic. He's a spaceman, and he's going to shoot <laughs> things. 
But hey, I will take a spaceman that wants to shoot things if it's if a nice shooting experience and the space looks good. That's like that's good enough, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. what Halo is. Yeah, to be honest, I, I'm right there with you. If he just was like, no, we're not doing anything new, but here's a spaceman with with nice guns I, yeah. and fun aliens, I'm kind of all in on that, to be honest. If it's just a massive sort of Halo ripoff, cool, that's fine by me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it looks good, fucking, if it plays nice, I'm I'm down with it, you know? Yeah, just ask exactly the same question, but... um. This time they'll be like, we're not trying to make it stand out. It is just a spaceman with guns. And if to <laughs> be fair, like, cool. if that was the answer they wanted to give, man, I would respect that. <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah, fine. Cool. That's fair. <laughs> you do, you guys. You yeah. do, you. Why not? But yes, yeah, so um, yeah, that's Marcus Leo working for EA on a new studio. I'm interested to see what they, they make. You know, this is EA, so like they kind of have a few um sort of different games and IPs that they could use. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see something new. Maybe we won't. Maybe it'll just be like a Mass Effect multiplayer game, which I would be so here for. But I digress. I'm gonna let's not talk about that. <laughs> we, we will not open up no. this Mass Effect discussion <laughs> so late into the news. The newscast. This is, this is the last news story of the of the of the podcast. So we we're, we're done. We're done. It's over. <laughs> we must finish it. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we move on to the theme. And this week, uh, well, this is the part of the pod where we pick a theme and we have a good old discussion about it. Uh, <laughs> so for this week's chat, we're talking about all the weird and wonderful call-outs we hear in first-person shooters. Uh, so Imogen, what are some of your favourite things to shout to your mates when you're in the heat of battle? So uh, I mentioned this briefly before the podcast because um, I wanted to talk about it. Um, but one of my favourite things that has come about from games like Valorant and that are calling like high up like high ground places on a site you're trying to push heaven and then like so that was a thing for ages and then a lot of my friends would wouldn't say like hell which is what it has now become to like most groups that i play Valorant. <laughs> previously it was just like heaven and then like oh they're under underneath underneath but like heaven and hell it's so much fun to say like that's just you because you know immediately what that is like heaven is up hell is down and it's just like I don't know, it's one of my favorite just really random <laughs> things that you will just call out a bunch because they're like, you'll have people going, oh, where are they? Where are they? You'll be like, heaven, 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 heaven. And it's like, then no one listens to you and you're like, where were they? And I was like, I told you they're in heaven, man. Come on, I don't know. What, what do you want from me? You can basically like bark them out, can't you? It's like yeah. super easy to say. And weirdly, like when you say heaven, in my mind, I know exactly in certain maps on Valorant and even CSGO, I know exactly. It, right? I can picture it yeah, immediately. Yeah. I like, it's, for some reason, like heaven is so clear in my mind. And even hell, actually, I can see a couple of bits in Valorant already. And I love that, like, hell. Hell is often for sneaky bastards who, who like, who just hide away oh, like, yeah. underneath things. You're like, oh, what are you doing down there, you know? Because mm-hmm. normally um, I feel like you don't have to call out hell that op- often because it's normally not the like best place to sit and defend from you know normally yeah. people are in they're in heaven because they, they want the high ground they want to have that sort of slight angle on you that slight advantage but yeah hell is just for the for the sneaky sneaky boys hell is hell is horrible hell is like the sort of thing where you you're you're in heaven and at some point you know somewhat they might have planted the bomb and you've got to go defuse it and you're in heaven and then you have to drop down into hell but there'll be that one defender who's just sat in the corner in hell yep. and you're just like what like 
Like, what's why? Um, so it totally makes sense. I get you. Um, what about you? Do you have any any favorites like that? That reminds me of um, a call out in CS:GO specifically, uh, a, a map called uh, Inferno. It's like a an Italian, like a nice Italian village. I, I think Ooh. I could be totally wrong on that, but it's a nice village nonetheless. Um, and there's this like this long sort of curved corridor, um, and a lot of people now just well have always referred to it as banana, which I find <laughs> quite amusing um, because it it is literally a you know a curved long path, um, and it's it, I guess it's like kind of iconic. It's an, like an iconic part of that map, and a lot of like intense gunfights happen and. What I find quite amusing as well is that there's a top sort of, or I'm not sure if he's still playing anymore. I don't really follow the sort of pro scene as much as I used to back in the day. But there was a player called Freiburg who was referred to as the king of banana because he was particularly good at, I don't know, holding a position at the what top a of banana. And yeah, he was like, you know, the, the king of this like corridor on the map, which I think, which, which is great. I mean, that's great. For some reason, he was just better than everyone else at like playing around this corner for for whatever reason. This like her path. Um, Fair enough. Valorant's got like I don't think there's any bananas in Valorant. We've got like there's a so like a corridor that's a that goes at an angle. We usually call that like elbow, which isn't particularly fun. That's just like that's just elbow. They're in elbow. All right, okay, cool. That's not that's not that fun. Then you've got some. That are specific callouts. So on one of the maps, there's an area that's got some gardens and a tree, and that the callout for that is tree. I'm like, <laughs> where are they? But a tree, tree. They're in tree. I'm like, a tree. Okay. <laughs> but you know exactly. Where, I, I yeah, can make that's that the in thing. my head completely. I know where that is. There was a good one um, that Matt Cox, uh, RPS in peace, wrote about when he used to play Valorant um, and wrote about for the site yonks ago. Uh, but there was. One that a, a specific group of people or like group of fans, a, a part of the Valorant community that called one place Oreo. And it's the attackers spawn on, I want to say Ascent, I think is the map. Uh, and because there's a, it's like a, I don't know what it is. It's like a table or like a drain thing, like a manhole cover. And it looks a bit like an Oreo. So <laughs> That's like they those... would call it oh Oreo. And I'm like, yeah. That works. It was quick to say. It was quicker than saying attacker spawn. Yeah, that worked. It's like the oddly specific things, isn't it, that really yeah. stand out sometimes. Uh, that reminds me of another one in Valorant again um, called Hooker or Hooker, yep. which I I think I adopted because I, I just heard a bunch of streamers when Valorant first launched just referring to, to this part of the map as Hooker. See, which I hate that. I hate that callout so much because it's not a Valorant callout. It is a CSGO callout because it looks a bit... So Hooker, what you're talking about, is actually... I think it's called Window or something. Uh, I know exactly the map you're thinking of. It's Bind. Yeah, I can see it's it in my head. B-Site on Bind. There's a, there's a window. It's like a window room. And it looks really similar to a map on CSGO. So everybody, when Valorant first came out, started calling it Hooker. I've never played CSGO. I have no knowledge of why this should be called Hooker. And yet... I've been playing Valorant for like a year and a half now since it released, and I call it hookah every single time, and I hate <laughs> myself for it because I've never played CSGO. <laughs> it's like I don't know if hookah is like a, a, an actual thing in real life, 
because it was a weird word to me. I'm just like, I don't know what that means, but I I just say it. I'm like, yep, they're in hookah, but I don't know if if it's a thing. Um, and so I'm now going to took it up. So I, a hookah, I think, is a like a, a smoking know. pipe. Yeah, thing. You, you're right. It's far. Yeah. <laughs> they have them in. It's a. I know it's like a, a an Egyptian thing. They have them in Egypt and Turkey. It's like a, a cultural kind of thing where you do like you smoke from the hookah pipe like after dinner that's like a, a thing but uh i've never done it because i don't i don't smoke and i tobacco but yeah i'm just like <laughs> looking at it, it now holiday. yeah I like it it seems to be sort of like shisha bars and things like yeah, that like at least that's bar. what i'm seeing yeah, in, exactly in, like if i type in that into google um again i've never done it i don't really like the idea of smoking you know each their own but mm. it's not for, it's not for me but um, see, this is my exact my exact problem with it because in CS:GO, I think that's a room with one of those in it. So that so hookah became the call out for that room specifically. But now people in Valorant call a completely different room and a completely different game hookah. There's there's not a hookah. There's not a shisha in there. It's just a room that looks vaguely similar to the CS:GO one. And I to this day call it hookah and I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's under pressure. You're never going to like change no. what you're saying. That's it. I always think, oh, you know, I'm going to be conscious about it. Maybe change change my call out but now every time if you see someone in there you're gonna say what comes to mind straight away yep. the first i thing. tried for a long time to make sure when everyone someone said hookah i'd be like window room window room that they're in window room <laughs> they'd be like hookah i'd be like yep yeah, window room and i would specifically try to train myself to not say hookah and then i gave up i just pure gave up because everybody says it and i can't can't get past it and window room is two words, isn't it, as well? So it just takes that ever so slight, you know, yeah. it's, it's not optimal in this position. I shot it to window, but sometimes there's maps with multiple windows. And I'm like, so, oh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got oh, any yeah. more on your on your side? Yeah. Um, so kind of moving away from location-based ones, because those are always good and very specific. But one that always used to trip me up was... Um, different names for your like your ultimate ability so lots of games have a big ability that takes a bit to charge up and it's called an ultimate which is also the reason that this podcast is called the ultimate audio bank um knowledge a little bit of plugging for the podcast that we're currently talking about <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but my first experience with that was playing destiny and they're not called ultimates in destiny they're called supers so for uh i played destiny for like years um the first game on PlayStation and for years after that, like a year or so probably, because I started playing Overwatch and all that other stuff, I called every game where I had an ultimate ability my super and would get them constantly confused. Yeah, I I'm exactly the same. I, I for whatever reason, I think in my head I was like, no, these are ultimates, so I'm going to call them ultimates constantly. But no, it just I, I don't know. I just got really confused. Yeah. I don't know what I don't I don't know why they're called supers in that game. I guess it's just to be slightly different and make them yeah. more unique um, than ultimates. But but man, it it um, it confuses the hell out of me. And I'm sure it, to this day, if I now jump back into Destiny, I'm just going to continuously get it wrong. But those, just thinking about those supers, I miss the Titan one. But there's one where you can just like slam your fists on the ground to make big electric balls, and hell I miss yeah. it. A That's lot. Great. That's um, very good. So very the satisfying. supers are confusing, but they are very good. They're very satisfying, as you say. I've got another one which is like vaguely confusing to me, and it's to do with Warzone. There aren't many call outs in Warzone, or at least like 
you know when you're playing it casually i'm sure in like the pro scene or whatever there's like loads of call outs mm. but it's just in general people seem to refer to big trucks that you can drive around as big berthers um <laughs> and i i don't like i i don't think i've ever actually referred to a truck in Warzone as big berther i just call them trucks um and everyone i play with calls them trucks but Everyone else, everyone else in the world seems to call them big birthers for whatever reason, um, and I don't name. know. I don't know why. Like I, like I guess they're they're big. Well, um, they called big birthday in like another Call of Duty game, and it's just kind of adapted. Yeah, probably it's probably something like that. Because whenever I think of big birthday, I think of maybe like a a like a bomb or something. I don't know why, but I feel like. Somewhere in history, I'm sure some history buffs would be like, what the hell are you on about? But I swear it's something to do with like a bomb or something like that, or I don't know. So yeah, I just thought that's kind of interesting. I like the people who say, yeah, it's called Big Bertha. I'm sure again, it was like some streamer or something called it Big Bertha yeah. and then it just catches on immediately. It's stuck. Yeah. It's weird because again, it's two words. It takes long to say them, truck. There is a truck there as yeah. opposed to Big Bertha. But I suppose it's a very specific. Are there more than one truck in Warzone or is it, um, just, is it just Bertha? No, it's just Big Bertha. Yeah. There's like it is just yeah. There is no other type of truck in Warzone. That is inefficient. I get fun to say though. I feel like there's a scale of there's a scale of inefficiency and in fun to say, and that does fall quite nicely at the, <laughs> the fun to say end. So, <laughs> and I guess Warzone gives you more time to to have yeah. fun with the words as opposed to Valorant, which is a little less. It's still fun, but it's a lot more intense. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, do you have, we had one more that we were both talking about. We've actually mentioned on other podcasts as well, but uh, wallbangs. Wallbang yeah, is, is just, a, it's just a, a, a word that you use in so many first-person shooters, and it's such a stupid word. <laughs> it really is, isn't word. it? Because you, you just couldn't say that to someone who isn't into games at no. all. Because they, they would just be like, what are you... Well, they would they would have something in their head. They'd be like, yes, do you mean this? And you'd be like, well, no, I don't mean adult activity. <laughs> I mean... But yeah, because if somebody overhears you you're know, talking to your mates on Discord, whatever, and they're like, oh, how did you die? They're like, oh, they, they wallbang me. And like, it's not something that's great to be taken out of context. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just... It's, just re- it's a really strange combination of words. Um, that's just become like really quite normal yeah. between like so much faster than saying I got shot through the wall. Yeah, wall banged. Wall banged. Um, just do not say it ever to anyone like who isn't into games because mm-hmm. it will prompt some like quite sort of weird initial starts for conversation, and then like that slight sense of nerdiness and shame that comes with knowing like yeah. having to describe exactly <laughs> what you mean. I feel like you need um, like a little a little key. Like if you have housemates or parents or something that, that don't play games, you just like leave a key on the door that says like <laughs> bangable equals like able to shoot through able to shoot not through what you're thinking <laughs> because i can sort of imagine now in your room just screaming like bangable bangable yep. like <laughs> yeah just just randomly it's not something you want passes by to really no hear. you've got there's probably guests. more as well there's probably more things like that that you just don't think about but that's the one that that comes to comes to mind i think yeah. that's slightly inappropriate call outs but they're not inappropriate for the moment what it means is i've been shot through a wall that's it yeah, that's it. Very you just innocent. gotta 
yeah, it's it's all totally fine and totally yeah. normal behaviour. <laughs> um, so that so so there we go. We'll move sort of swiftly on from that before it gets too out of hand. Good theming. Um, yes, very good theming. And now and now for names. Sorry, I'm still shook from the. <laughs> the previous segment um but this is the one where uh one of us presents three player names from a shooter we've played recently that made us laugh or think who even are they uh so imogen it is your turn this week uh what have you got for us it is um so i've got a few kind of they're not they're, they're fairly tame but just just nice names you know okay. not nice names but like interesting names that made me go huh why are you oh, that's good that? i think we need that sometimes yeah, yeah. Can't so always be that a, intense. A nice simple one to start off with is chaotic morning. And it's all spelled completely, <laughs> completely normal. It's like capital C and then lowercase aotic and then capital M morning. Chaotic That's really morning. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that a lot, actually. Chaotic morning. Yeah. And this is in Valorant. These are all, all Valorant ones. This is what I've been playing a lot recently. And I just thought, how are you, friend? You you had you having a having a bit of time? Having a bit of a time there? Is this a dad that's like made their Valorant account and just been like, I've got nothing else in my head other than, fuck it, it's been a chaotic morning, you know, <laughs> wrangling the kids off to school. Yeah, that's so true. He's probably just sort of a weary father. He's just like, what have yeah. all the kids, what have my children been yelling about? Oh yeah, Valorant, well, let's try and either get away from the kids or like his kids are really giving him issues and like this is the only way to understand his kids and like kind of um, sort of become mates of his kids mm. through Valorant because his his kids play Valorant. The dad vibes um, were further enhanced by the fact that this this person was playing Brimstone as well, which in Valorant he's the like the the oldest like white dude, like a beard. He's like a proper army guy, like Soldier Seventy Six in a in Overwatch. Like but he's a proper dad of the of the character roster. Um, so yeah, I just felt like he's like just having a chaotic morning, you know, just wrangling all the kids. It's like a very descriptive name for like just two words. I'm I'm like really into that. You're right. It's like quite chill as well. The name, but you start thinking about it, and the like the less chill it it mm. actually becomes. It's very simple. Um, it's like maybe he was trying to emulate what his chaotic mornings feel like. Uh, although I don't remember them playing particularly erratic, so I'm not sure. Maybe it's it's one of those like inner chaotic mornings where it's it's actually very peaceful on the outside, but on the inside, you're just you, there's so much going on. You're just, yeah, you're just like making your coffee and you're just like, you're rattling, you're, you're shuddering, yeah. thinking about your morning Internally, and you're just spilling just... it and you're like, oh my God, what, what's going on today? This is, this is, to be fair, a bit too close to home. Most of my mornings this week, I've been so goddamn busy. It's pure, like, you know, on the outside, it's fine. I'm just typing away, but inside my head, it's just pure chaos, utter chaos. You see, if you had, would you name yourself chaotic mornings in like plural, uh, if you had the chance, maybe? Yes. Or like just chaotic day, chaotic, chaotic week, day. <laughs> chaotic <Just> life, chaotic <laughs> existence, <laughs> universe. Keep going. Keep going. Get a whole yeah. squad. Yeah. Oh my God. Very big fan of that name. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one I have for you is salad creams. Uh, and this is again it's a lovely spelling on these ones it's you know capital S for salad capital C for cream but the S on the end is a capital S oh, so that's... it's like salad cream S but that's it's really all weird. like mashed together with no spaces so it's kind of like salad creams with like salad a creams. big S at the end 
That's a weird choice, that yeah. big S at the end. Which is why I chose it, because I feel like if someone was just named Salad Cream, I wouldn't be as interested, but it's the S on the end that really, really cements it for me, you know? Are they, like, hugely into Salad Cream, and that S is like, I'm, I'm buying multiple Salad Creams? I can only assume so. This, this, this strikes me as someone who has gone... My favorite thing is salad cream, so I'm going to name myself salad cream in this game. But they were getting a bit excited towards the end, so they've kind of just done like a capital S, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Someone's walked I... through the door with like a bag full of salad cream, and they've gone, oh my god, salad creams! Salad creams. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, are you, are you a fan of a salad cream? I'm actually not. I don't think You're it's not. very nice at all, which is why I'm quite surprised that there's someone who's so willingly named themselves salad creams. Yeah, I... I don't think that many people are actually fans of salad cream. I I'm not a huge fan of salad cream. Mm. I feel like I'm I'm quite a big fan of a lot of things, but salad cream is very specific things that can go on for me. And also, um, I feel like I don't know many people who like salad cream that have it on salads. Yeah, I yeah, the, you know that's God, I mean? you're that's yeah. so right. I hadn't thought about that before. It's yeah, it doesn't go on salad. I I prefer a dressing to a to a salad cream. Yeah. Most people I know who like salad cream like, well, like salad cream and and something sandwiches, but it's very rarely, I think, used on salad, <laughs> which freaks me out. This person clearly just is one of few in the world who harbors love for salad cream, yeah. um, but all power to them. Um, salad cream s. Or, or I, I'm just thinking about it now. Actually, struck me that maybe that's their like rank. Oh well, like it's an S tier, yeah. Yeah, like S tier salad S-tier cream condiment. Yeah, so, so like maybe they have alts that are like ketchup um, R or like I don't know what other ranks there are, <laughs> but just goes sort of further down the alphabet for yeah. his condiments. Well, um, so I'm curious. So salad cream S, if you're you're hearing this, please tell me how highly you rank salad cream because I don't understand why do you like it so much. Why would you name yourself salad cream? It's baffling. It really is. It's a bit more unique than like tomato ketchup or mayonnaise. I think so. Don't know that I'd want to out myself as a salad cream liker, you know? Yeah, (laughs) like just something a bit more sort of of jazzy. Um, I'm trying to think of a jazzy sauce. Jazzy Um, sauce, like Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. The the word, like the... The key count there, or whatever the word yeah. count, just disintegrates. <laughs> um, yeah, like chipotle, you know, chipotle, or something. Yeah. That's quite yeah. jazzy. Yeah. So let us know, salad, salad cream. cream s. Uh, where where does chipotle rank? Um, is it D or is it higher? I don't know if it can get higher than S for salad cream. Yeah, so S tier is like the best usually, and then it goes like A, B, C. Yeah, that's I right, not know. R. I don't know why I no, said R. R. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, do you know who might say R, though, is my oh. next? This is, that was a, that's a real that weak link, was... actually. To, 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 because I always say the best or last. Uh, my, my last one is Jesus on deck. And I say that because <laughs> maybe he's a pirate, because, yeah, R. But, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that was the it was a link reach. there. It was that a was, but I quite like it. I like the thought. Um, <laughs> Jesus on deck. Again, lovely spelling, you know, capital J for Jesus, capital O for on, capital D for deck, Jesus on deck. Jesus is, on was, deck. Is Jesus in my game? 
Is he spreading the good word? Uh, why is he on a deck? Is he, is he on like a, a boat deck? Is he on some, some decking in a garden? We don't know. Yeah, what deck? What deck is he on? We will never know, I guess. Or is he on every deck? Maybe he's on every deck. Maybe he's on a deck of cards. Yeah, he could be on a deck of cards. There must be a deck of cards with Jesus on. Yep. Somewhere out there. Definitely. Um, I'm thinking also of like, are they called tech decks? Do you remember those from school? Are they tech decks? Again, I think I've just made that up. (laughs) Um, But they were like little skateboards that you could have, like, uh, they're like finger sized and you could like use oh, your fingers yeah. to like do basically ride a skateboard but with your fingers yeah um, jesus on deck could be a, you could be on a skateboard there's so be, many yeah. things that this jesus could have been on yeah, but he he chose to be on on valorant that day which Good. which does that mean that valorant is a deck <laughs> of some kind well, so he was we, jesus on deck on valorant so maybe he was playing valorant on his skateboard which is incredibly cool yeah that's like very good from jesus there Mm. um i don't really know how that's possible no um unless you'd find a way uh, yeah that's it i guess jesus (laughs) although with the steam is this it the steam i was gonna say does jesus own the steam deck (gasps) is he on the steam deck oh my god maybe jesus has a steam deck like right now earlier than everyone else in the world Jesus on deck that's got, that's got to be it. I don't even know if you get Valorant on Steam Deck because it's not on Steam, but I, he'd find a way. <laughs> Surely. Jesus on yeah, the Steam he's... Deck. That's got to be it. You've hit it. You've got it, Ed. <laughs> he's he's living, I was going to say he's living in like 2027 or something, and we're living in 2021. But <laughs> Jesus doesn't like, Jesus is more in the past, I'd imagine, than he is in the future. But Well, um, you know, sure, he... he's like, he's up there somewhere he's in heaven yeah i guess he's up there yeah doing his valorant call outs he's confused every time someone says hell yeah all those call outs like he (laughs) he, like cringes inside he's in pain and never someone guys can we not i live there come on (laughs) i think yeah jesus on deck whatever deck he's on he could be on every all manner of decks at all times no jesus simultaneously Um, on all of them and also the Steam Deck, and um, maybe future incarnations of the Steam Deck, like yeah. the Steam Deck Slim or Pro. <laughs> he knows. Those were That's some it. good names. They were. Was... I like the last one. It's they were favorite. very like, yeah, you're right. They were sort of not too in your face. They were just nice no, and sort of relaxed mellow. today, hmm. um, which I think we needed, but we still thought provoking. <laughs> so thank you for those. I'll try you're and um, I'll try and. I don't know. I'll either continue that theme or just totally ignore it and <laughs> go for some... That's fine. I like uh, your theme of learning. Well, like, yeah, I would yeah. like to learn more the next in the next podcast. Okay. I'll try and find some names, which <laughs> we'll, we'll both go on a journey together and we learn more. Uh, we'll make this a very education-focused podcast over the years. <laughs> um, so, yes. Thank you. <laughs> It's a very formal ending to that name's segment. It was. Um, Okay, I guess outro time. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, then be sure to subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. There are also a number of other ways you can support the show. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. 
I am at from Edward and Imogen is at Imi Beck. And if you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join the RPS Discord. That's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. And you can get some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. You can just head on over to store.readpop.com to see what threads we're selling and whether you'd like to purchase any. And last but not least, for all of your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.